Today on episode 23 of Mainly Games, we review Off the Press, Funfair, and Planet Unknown, and also Off the Shelf, we review Parks. We also take a look at the list of top 10 weirdest board games that are still fun to play. Do we agree with this list? Are there games we'd add to this list? Will I keep talking about this list and not give you this list? Well, the answers are coming, so here you go. Welcome to Mainly Games. I'm Joey. I'm Alex. And we are a podcast where two entertainers talk about, well, mainly games. That's right. And we have a lot of games to talk about this week. We do indeed. We've had a busy week. We have. And look Mm -hmm. at us recording now. We are actually recording on Thursday morning. Correct. We are. We woke up earlier than we needed to just to record this podcast. Yes, we did. Only because our nice is we got full. Yeah, of like gaming. really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly gaming, right? <laughs> See what I did <laughs> yeah, there? I like that. I like that. Uh, it was mostly family stuff. It was. Yes. But last week, was it Friday we were at Disney? Yes. And then we came back. Thursday we were at Aquatica, which was amazing, by the right. way. Then Friday we went to a quick little trip at Epcot. Yep. Then we came back home. And it's funny how we thought, hey, we'll just play a quick game. So we decided to call a friend to see if we wanted to, they yeah, wanted to yeah. play a game. And then it ended up to being more people and more people and just had a game night. Yeah, we, we rolled did. right into a game night. I think we were home for an hour and then people appeared at our door. Which is honestly the way to have it. It was amazing. It was you so know, much fun. It was mm-hmm. great to have all these game nights. Yep. So we got a lot of games played we that night. We did indeed, yes. And you and I divided and conquered. We did. We did. Which you'll see when we talk about the games today. There are games that you played and games that I played and that, you know, I didn't play your games, you didn't play my games. Which is pretty funny mm-hmm. because afterwards I kind of want to play the games you played. I'm not going to get into exactly how much we like these games, Mm -hmm. but it's funny if someone leaves a table and says, that was incredible. You're like, I want to play that game. And if they walk away saying, that was the worst game I've ever played, you're like, I still want to play that game. (laughs) Right. It's like a B movie. You know, Uh I want to see if it's that bad. Yeah, like the curiosity. Several, right, there are several yeah. that we've disagreed on in the past. Yeah. Like Tiny Epic Dungeons, mm-hmm. for one. Loved it. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's funny how Dane actually messaged in and said, hey, should I get Tiny Epic Dungeons? And I'm like, yes, yes, you should. Don't talk to my wife. <laughs> so, all right, what is going on? Oh, so I have talked several times about Elden Ring. Yes, right you here. have, yes. And a lot of you have messaged in saying you've played it and love it. Mm-hmm. So many people love Elden Ring. Well, I was pretty much going to push it out of my mind because I'm not a huge video gamer anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not because I don't like them. It's more because I love them. Yep. And they take up so much time. They do. Because if Mm -hmm. I start playing a video game... That's it. It will consume me because I... I love video games. And my wife is now swatting at a fly, and it's very entertaining to me. <laughs> but so I've been here. I tried so much... to do that silently, by the way. Yeah, it was, it was very, very well done. Thank but, you. But um, <laughs> I've been here with Elden Ring, how wonderful it is, and mm. I almost dismissed it. Until... How, oh, it's open world, right? It is open world. Yeah, I like that. So, but then I saw Elon Musk tweeted out yes. about how great Elden Ring is. It's like, really? If you're like the world's richest man can play Elden Ring, you can play That's Elden what Ring. I'm like. Yeah. You know what? You mm-hmm. kind of think of these people who are like, like all captains of industry and billionaires mm-hmm. like oh they just work 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 and then he's playing elden ring yeah i'm like okay you know what i can be productive and play elden ring that is what that has shown me <laughs> so i probably still won't play it but i might it's more leaning towards it's like a 20 percent maybe play. oh really i will probably play it when no one else is playing it anymore when it's on sale yeah they have they have moved on to like whatever the new hotness is yep. and i elden will be ring like five i'll be like elden ring is incredible yeah yeah like right now people ask me do you play elden ring i'm like well i'm kind of worried on you know work on this new game called super mario brothers once i <laughs> kind of get through that then i'll probably jump into elden ring so okay oh now biggest thing is top gun top gun this had, weekend memorial yes, day now they had a they had a private release yes last night Tuesday night, mm-hmm. Regal Cinemas, so I'm going to ruin it Which for you guys. Which was two nights ago, but... Yeah, two nights ago. I'm going to ruin it for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you don't want to spoilers, I'm just kidding. I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it. Goose dies. Goose dies. That happened 30 <laughs> years ago, and if you don't know that, then you know that's on you. We did go back and start watching the original Top Gun. Yep, keyword is start. Mm-hmm. We um, had our daughter with us and forgot that there was a lot of stuff in there that she probably yeah. either wouldn't... Um, be able to see or wouldn't get. Yeah, so there was a lot of face covering and we're like, hey, let's just go to bed. Well, the, all day she kept repeating, mm. I have the need for speed and I'm like, oh, well, then she wants to watch it and it's a bit slower. 80s movies are a bit slower, yeah. you know? So that's a big thing. Now, I know a lot of you are going to see it, so by next week, we will have a review of Top Gun. Yeah. And I'm, I want to replay or play 
the Top Gun board game as well. Yes, we should. Yeah. We should. Which is, doesn't help the fact that I see it for sale for like $5 different places now. <laughs> but it's okay. I hear you can do um, you can do like the whole airplane battles, mm-hmm. the dog fights, and you can go to the volleyball. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But I'm ready to play. <laughs> All right. Oh, something else. Yeah. You did not know I was going to bring this up. But for um, when we did our game room... We got this leather-bound book. We did right. So everybody, every game that is ever made, not no, made, no, but played, played in this in room. There, not every game that's ever made. Every game that is played in there or played in our, house, in our room, yeah, yeah, gets gets in that book. So mm-hmm. you have the name of the game and every the player, the date, mm-hmm. every player that's played it, and the winner is circled. Yeah. Or if it's a co-op, it just it says win. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting because people come in and they they want to get in the game, get in the game. It's EA Sports. But um, anyway, no, they want to get in the so game book again. Video game. I was too much into it. But anyway, so <laughs> everyone wants to get in the book. So we have a book. Mm-hmm. But then, as game nights get later and later, you end up not putting them in the book. So we put them Instead in. Go- you, yeah. We put them in Google Keep. Yeah. We write yeah. it down. So ah, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. So I was like, okay, we kept going, going, going. So then a couple days ago, we had nothing going on. We had, you know, we just decided we're going to put some of these games in the book and catch up. So Alex starts to write in. Yeah, I said it at January 2021. Yeah, which is insane. That yes. was what I was getting to because the whole thing is, I thought we'll do it real quick, and I'm like, I'm like, where are you at? And she's like, April. I'm like, oh, that's not that far away of 2021. And I'm like, ugh. So we had to order a new leather book. We yeah, had to get yeah. everything. It's been a whole thing. And it's just, I mean, we're right now up to October 13th. Is that 2021 or Correct. two? No, well, October 22. It hasn't happened yet, so it would be 21. <laughs> Okay, sorry. We're actually, just to get ahead of the curve, we are pre-writing games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprise! So people come in, like, I'm sorry, you have to play this game. It's already in the book. No, so anyway, for you that don't do that, it's a pretty fun little thing. It's like, you know, you do it at weddings or whatever. We don't people sign it, but we do, like, have, like... You know, you write little pictures, or once you have time, you can really take more I time. I must admit, to the first that. couple of entries are really well done. And then oh. it got to the point where we got so far behind, it's just. Yeah, a it was thing. like, um, yeah. I think when Tori was doing Clank Legacy, she yeah. was like really, you know, sh- shading yeah, and all yeah. this stuff. And you can see those are just like beautifully done. Yeah, yeah. You sit there for a couple minutes and do each one. Yeah. And then towards the end, we're like just scribbling. Like, what yes. did I say? I don't know. I think it says Clask. I don't know. Or Clank? I don't know. What I don't know. It's something. But anyway, <laughs> it's pretty interesting. For you that don't do that, it's pretty fun. You can grab just a notepad or whatever mm-hmm. and have it in there. And it's nice to kind of look through and have those memories there because that's kind of what gaming is about. Now, not only that, because I also put my solo games in there as well. So I have those memories of me playing <laughs> Final Girl. By yourself. Seventh Continent. Or some of those two-player games I play, both players, by myself. So, all <laughs> yeah. right. Also, something exciting happened this, this week, besides Top Gun. Actually, it's next week. Next Wednesday, we are going to be playing Camp Grizzly. Yes, you're and, excited. Yep, for you that know, that is on my big bucket list mm-hmm. to play, Camp Grizzly. That's your grail game, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is my grail game, and I understand it is overhyped in my mind. <laughs> I know it is. But it's fitting that I see that overhyped game the same week I see my overhyped movie in Top Gun. So next week is henceforth called Overhype Week because everything is overhyped and cannot live up to its expectations. But if you know that going in, I have heard that Top Gun is pretty amazing. I have heard that too. Stop telling me that because you got built down, downplay the movie. Yeah. All right. I will. One other thing we like to do look backs too Mm. Foundations of Rome. Um, We actually played that the other day and had one of the most aggressive. Oh, aggressive games. Yes. Of Foundations of Rome. Yes. And it's funny. It was all about blocking, like getting a tile, not because you needed a tile, but just to prevent someone else from getting that tile. Yeah. For, for example, um, for you that haven't <laughs> played it, it's you buy lots. And if you yes. buy two lots next to each other, you can get a two a two lot building. Yeah. Or three lots, you know, you can get a three lot long building. Yeah. Yeah. Four lot. Okay. So a big, the, one of the bigger things to get is four lots in a square, two and two. And if you get that, you get one of the largest buildings with largest populations, like a coliseum looking thing, you can just drop down on it. So there was one point where a, a girl had three. Yes. And then this other guy, nowhere near that area of the board. No, no. Sees that, that lot come up. And because it's an auction mechanic, it gets cheaper as it goes down. At the most expensive point, he bought that lot right there. Just hosed. Yep. Her entire, where she's about to drop that. Yep. And I mean... 
the awkwardness of the table was just, you could feel it in the air. And it was just so funny because the guy could not put anything of value there. No. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, yes. he only had one lot. Nothing. He could put a fountain there. And yep. it's just, man, it, it, was, it made me laugh. And then just everybody just started being aggressive. Yes. And it just ended up being just. And then it was so funny because that everywhere. same person was like, why are you going to buy that? And then we were like, hey, you just bought all these things to block us. <laughs> He's so like, oh, funny. sorry. It was, so it was very, it was a very aggressive game. So it's funny how games could be played mm. different, different ways yes. with different people. Yeah. Because, you know, you want to just kind of build up that engine and the building, or you just want to be just aggressive mm-hmm. and hammering down. And we had huge scores, so either one is effective. Yeah. you know. But if you're the one guy that's aggressively blocking, and everybody else is just trying to build their city, uh-huh. that's when it gets funny. Yeah. So, all right, that is good. Now, um, another topic that I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. is, and hear from you guys, your game collection. Do you think you should have a game collection that is huge, or should you specialize it? Because right now, we've got... Um, Probably ten, nine or ten bookcases of games, right? Uh, probably, right? About eight or nine? I'm going to do the math while you're talking. All right. So anyway, eight or nine, nine or ten bookcases of games. But the problem is when someone says they want to play a game, we will look through this entire collection for probably 20... I think we have 16. Oh, that's embarrassing. 16. <laughs> now, they're not filled. There are no. some books in there, too. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll look through for those 20 or so games that we play and know the rules are mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So I'm wondering, do you do you guys keep a huge collection of games, or do you only keep the games that hit the table? Because yeah. I feel like if you keep the games that hit the table, you're going to play those games more and yeah, get yeah. better at them. So, I mean, that's that's the age-old thing. Is it called the new or going back to games? Speaking of which, we had somebody email in, and I want to thank you for that, saying that they appreciate the fact that we do off-the-shelf reviews yeah. as well. And that is one thing we do want to focus on mm-hmm. because it's not always about Cult of the New. It's about sometimes finding those games that you missed because sometimes when you get a game, you could be obsessed with that game for three to four months or in Gloomhaven, three to four years, and you don't play any other games during that period. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to go back and play these games. So Yes. So we are going to keep doing that. And I think we have one here that is off the shelf. Yep. If you look at, but now we're going to go into the first game. Finally, into reviewing some games here. Finally, we're going to go into the first game, which is Funfair. Yes. Now, Funfair, we bought at Gen Con last year. We did because we love Unfair. We do. We love everything, really everything theme park. Mm-hmm. We want to try, but Unfair is, of course, has that take that mechanic, unless you give out the um, world, what piece. world piece. Mm-hmm. But people like you know, so it's still. It still has that underlying effects that you can do on each other. Yep. But Funfair is supposed to take everything from Unfair and put it into something that is just not really, it's not take that. Yeah. So let's see how so you played I, it. I, I did played not. this. I was going to say, I played this. You did not play it. I did not. Um. So I was going to say, to start off, it is like Unfair in that it is building cards, like it's set collection cards in front of you. Okay. It's not like Tim Penny with the poly poly things. Right. So this one you build up your yes, height. Yes, you of build your up so and how you get points is if you have your attractions and you can only um, have five attractions. Right. And then you get your points at the end by if you have an attraction that has seven um, cards stacked on top of it, that will give you points, then if more points exponentially than if you just have an attraction that has two cards or something like that. Okay. Um, so that is how it's like unfair, right? I was going to say it, what other players do though has really no effect on you. When you're playing this, you do your turn, they do their turn. That I felt like, apart from food vendors, we all made a comment that there was not enough food vendors, but there were plenty of everybody else, plenty of star staff members, um, plenty of everything else. Just for some reason, I needed one for I needed a food vendor for my blueprint to complete my blueprint, and it wasn't until the very last round I was able to get one. It was that was a little frustrating, but other than that, there was plenty of cards. So if someone else bought, you know, the um, pirate theme, you know, two or three cards later, you're going to see another pirate theme. So it didn't like that's what I mean. Like other plays had really no effect on you. There were plenty of cards to go around. Um, 
And it was almost a little bit too long. There were six rounds of it. And it almost needed to be five. That final round kind of really dragged on a little bit, I felt. Um, I do really, really like this game. Um, I think Unfair is better, though, because it has more variation of cards. But that's also because we have all the expansions to it, too. So, But I was going to say, if I hadn't played Ten Penny Park... I would have loved this game. And I do really, really like Funfair. But I think Ten Penny Park does everything better. Okay, so you like... So um, we're going through a thing now where we're trying to... Like if games are similar uh, in our collection, which one would we be more likely to play? So in this case, we would be more likely to pay, play Ten Penny Park. So I think Unfair is going to be moved away. Uh, sorry, Unfair. Funfair. I think I said the right one. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, I felt like Tampenny Park was a little bit more thinkier and had more strategy. Um, but it's still a really good game. And everyone... So we, I played it with Misty, Patricia, and Ryan. Patricia and Ryan had played Tampenny Park. Misty had not. Misty loved Funfair, right? And she's like, this is a great game. Love it. Let's play it all the time. Patricia also loved Funfair. And Ryan and I were like, we liked um, Ten Penny Park better. Okay, a couple questions. Yes. Now, um, is one of the things that you lean towards Unfair, keeping Unfair, mm-hmm. because of all the expansions yes. that it has? Yes, yes. So if Funfair started to release those expansions... Maybe I would do that. But I like to play Unfair with World Peace anyway. Right. Um, so I felt like they would just... It's too similar to have all three of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. But the biggest thing I see with Unfair, the reason mm-hmm. it does not hit the table as much, is because the length of it gets so I was going to say, this is a short game. Right. It this... only took us maybe f- an, maybe an hour. Maybe I think it, I felt like it took us less. I forgot to and that's make a play. note. Yeah, that was the first play I was learning how to play it. Um, but no, it was real. Like, we had a great time playing it. A great game. I, I have no problem with this game. But I think ten. If you're looking for a thinkier game, one that has more player interaction, Ten Penny Park is a better is better for that. And unfair is thinky, but it it, it can easily go over two hours. Yes. Oh, easily. absolutely. Yes. So that it's a big it's a meteor game. Mm-hmm. It weights higher on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But Funfair. So Funfair. I do want to play it before it does leave our collection yeah. because I like the idea of having the unfair feel. In a shorter amount of time. Yes, yes. That is the nice thing. It was very quick. And like right. I said, it almost felt too long. So if you played it five rounds rather than six rounds, it would be even quicker. But, you know, it says to play six, so you play six. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, but you would say this is a shelf for now? I would say it's a shelf now. We'll play it again. Um, but eventually, eventually it will work its way off. You think so? Yeah. But still a great game. If you haven't bought Ten Penny Park and you're not sure if you're going to like the whole, you Polyomino. know, polyomino thing, um, I would say Unfair is a game for you. And the artwork look, looks incredible. Oh, it's amazing. It. it was amazing. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, absolutely. That, yeah. You, you take a look. You can just go on to BGG and look through the cards and yeah. everything. And the cards are just, great. Yeah. It's... Even the little mini looks It very... was fun. Uh, Patricia was making her a little, like, sideshow and had some ridiculous... Like, it was, like, just crazy over there. But it was so awesome. Like, it was really great. Yeah, see, yeah. that sounds like... Yeah. See, it sounds like... It may be one of those that you would like it more as the weeks go on. Distance makes the heart grow fond. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm eager to play Tenpenny again. I, I am, too. Tenpenny yeah. had a great feel. Yeah. But um, you can't have too many theme park rides. True. I think part game. So, all right. True, so true, that true. is unfair. No, fun fair. Fun. Sorry, fun fair. <laughs> and I, I will play this one soon. Yeah. Because I will. Now the next one, <clears throat> that was an off the press, I guess, because that's yes. a fairly new it's game. Fairly I think new. It's fairly new. Twenty twenty one. But now we're going to take a look at a game from I don't know when this one. This is actually twenty nineteen. Oh. And this is Parks. This is one of the highest rated games out there, 7.8 on BGG. Everyone raves about it. Oh my goodness. I'm excited to, I was super excited to play this game. This is another game that I played and you did not play. Yes. And it's by Keymaster, which we love several of their games. Space Park is amazing. Campy Creatures is incredible. Amazing. So this is Parks. I've been wanting to play it for a while. You ended up playing it. And um, let's hear it. I was explaining it to everybody. Explain what the game is. Okay, so what this game is, you're building a, um, you're, you're getting, you have your little hikers, 
and they go on a little journey down a track. Yep. And as they go on land on cards, they get uh, little icons that will then allow you to um, buy uh, national parks. I was about to say theme parks, and that's not the right thing. <laughs> I have theme parks in my brain. Um, so they'll allow you to buy a national parks. So you might have, for example, Smoky Mountains, and it might need five trees and a bear or something like that, right? Okay. Um, actually, I don't think it will have bears because bears are wild. Yeah, um, I was like, that's five really trees sad. and a water drop. Okay, for example. Okay, so then you're going to to buy, be able to buy that card. You need five trees and a water, right? So right. you're going to have to then down on that track, you move your little hikers along to be able to get those things. This game, I believe, only has four rounds. I believe it's something like that. Um, anyway. As soon as you um, two hikers get to the end card on the track, the round is over. Okay? okay. And they all have to go to the final step of buying a or reserving you a park card. You didn't finish that round? They all have to. Well, they can't move their hikers anymore on the track. They all have to come up and either buy their card or reserve a card, or reserve a par- national park card okay. from the top. Okay? So that's how you play the game. My... I was explaining this game, and Misty has played Space Parks with us, and I didn't explain who the game was by and anything, and she's like, oh, it's like Space Park, sure, okay, this is going to be fun, we love Space Park, we played it all the time with Misty, I know this because I've written her name in the book playing Space Park like a bazillion times, Yeah. anyway, right, um, so anyway, this game, I don't know, It. we did not enjoy this game. No one out of I was Misty, myself, Patricia, and Ryan. Out of the four of us, no one liked this game. First of all, the rule book was terrible. I would read it and I'd be like, okay, hang on. I think this is explained. I'd be like, and Ryan's like, okay, let me check. You know, sounds right, but let me check. Ryan reading would be like, nope, you're right. The rule book was atrocious. So for a game for non-gamers, thank goodness on the cover they say to learn how to play, watch the video. Because if you're just going based on this rule book, you have a lot of problems. So there is a video that explains it, but we did not watch it. We, I watched it earlier and then went for the rule book right. for when we're playing it at the table. The rule book was crazy. I felt that each round, by the time you had two hikers at that last final spot, there was not enough time to do anything. You know, you didn't have enough time to go buy your five trees or two water. So you could never really get these cards. It was very frustrating. Um... The rounds just moved too quickly because, you know, once you had those two hikers there, you were stuck. So if you had your two people somewhere else, you had, you know, four or five more spaces you could have gone down to get resources. You couldn't get there. You had to go down and reserve a card or whatever. So resources themselves seemed really tight. Yes, it was really hard to get resources. And like I said, the National Park least the ones we had, maybe I must admit I didn't go through the whole deck, but we did shuffle them. But at least the cards we had, had needed a, like a crazy number of resources to be able to buy and build. And we just never got them. I guess it's thematic in the fact yeah. that the federal government doesn't spend money just willy-nilly. No, 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 no. no. So very, of very tight, yes. tight-fisted. Um, but yeah, it. I don't know. I looked at BGG and what is it rated on BGG? Like 7. 7.8. 7.8. Yeah. 7.9. Um. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, but this... this... And then what was interesting, we had just finished playing this game, and then Jeff, who was playing a game with you in the garage, came in and said, are you guys playing Park? Yeah, I hate that game. Did he really? Yes, he came in and said, yeah, that game is horrible. What? Okay, yes. see, what, what is so funny is mm-hmm. we've heard so many good things yes. about this game, right? But um, so when I walk in, and we were playing Planet Unknown, the first, next game I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, So when I walked in, I was expecting to see people going, this is fantastic, you know? Yeah. And the look... <laughs> the look, everybody did that. I said, how is it? The slow, I'm doing it right now. You guys got to see it. The <laughs> slow look of just like, ugh. Oh. Like, and it was, I thought, what? Yeah. This game is so over, I mean, just so hyped. Yep. Everyone. I was super excited to play this game. We even bought the trails. We even bought like all these other stuff mm-hmm. to go with it because I'm like, well, there's no way we will not like this game. No. And, and people who I uh, played games with that I like their games have raved about how good it is, you know? And maybe it's just, and, and I understand every game is not for every person. Yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah. And now the theme on this one, we don't hate parks. Now no. you you might be just anti-nature. Maybe Are I you, am. You no. Anti-park? No. Yeah, no. No, I'm but not. the whole thing is, but I guess a lot of these people, every time I listen to reviews, they go through, it's like, oh man, I see these pictures of these parks and I see yeah. all this. 
very little about how great the gameplay yeah. is. And I think when you have gamers playing, looking at the gameplay, artwork is great. We've always said on here, artwork yeah. is great. It can yeah. help a game so much. But if your gameplay is not intriguing, yeah. then it's probably passed. Then, yeah. then I'll buy a poster of your artwork, yeah. you know, put, yeah. out, put up in the game room. It'd be great. But um, you need intriguing, intriguing gameplay. And it was just, it's pretty funny that this was not split. Now, that being said, I did not know about Jeff not liking it either. But, really? Um, I didn't know that. I'll uh, yeah. ask him about that. But um, yeah, I I do want to play it because it's maybe it's one of those like tiny epic dungeons. But then finding someone to play it with me. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna find anyone. Yeah, because Alex's yeah. like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather play a different game. Yes. And I think I could pull Ryan or somebody else in to play it. But it's just I want to try it again. Now, Space Park. You compare uh-huh. it to Space Park. Uh-huh. Space Park. Space Park is one of those that forever we used in the night. Yes. We weren't ready to leave. Uh-huh. We bring Space Park out, set it up. Yep. And thematically, Space Park just looks incredible. Oh, absolutely. It's totally sci-fi. You and have I feel like there is more ships. to do on each round. Like the rounds really? don't end as quickly. I don't know if it's just because we were eager to get to the end. We were like, oh, this is painful. Let's just end this game. I don't know. But it was really hard to bring our little hikers down the, the path to get resources. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because Space Park, again, if you have not played Space Park, um, definitely recommend it. It's by Keymaster. It just looks mm-hmm. beautiful. It's quick, it's strategic, mm-hmm. and it's it's fun. Yeah. It's great, which sounds like everything this one is not. Yeah. So. No, I, I just think, I think if you're looking for a Keymaster game, Space Park all the way. All right. Wow. Yep. So that is Park. So, all right. Wow. Th- that is a go. negative review for Park. Yes. Yeah. Not, you are not a fan. I'm not a fan. So we played Parks first, and we were all like, ugh. And I said, so then after that, then we played Fun Fair. Yes. So I'm glad that was a winner. And you needed some fun afterwards. We did. We needed some fun. All right. So yep. while while Alex was in there walking through the parks and <laughs> having Fun Fair, we were out in the game room playing Planet Unknown. Yes. Now, Planet Unknown is one that's been on my radar for a bit. Mm-hmm. I've seen it play at the game day and different times I'll walk by and I'll see it. And the board itself is pretty intimidating as far as it's got like the planet that sits out there. And it has like a terraforming Mars style look. Yeah. And I walk by and I totally misjudge this game, right? Either way, I wanted to play it. It's a space themed game. I'm all about it. Yeah. Um, because I look out and I see these little vehicles. I see these little meteors and I see a board that's shaped like a planet. And I'm like, ah, whew, this is going to be a heavy game. And there's like a little little um, Lazy Susan in the middle that you turn. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, this is going to be a heavy, heavy game. And I sat there, we played it, it is not a heavy game, which is, is good. Now, now I say that it's not rules heavy, it's very strategy heavy. Oh yeah, I can okay? imagine. So it is a, it is a polyomino game, mm-hmm. which for some reason I'm on that kick, I guess. <laughs> um, but polyomino, so you're going to, what's interesting is this Lazy Susan thing in the center, you're going to twist, and when it's pointed towards you... It is also, the sections are also pointed towards other players as well. Mm-hmm. So you then decide when it's your turn, okay, this is the section I want to choose from. Then everybody else has to choose for the section in front of them. So they're going to have to reach over and grab one of those designs, like a okay. Tetris style thing and put it on their board. And in order to get points, you have to complete, you get points for a complete uh, row or column. You know, So if you have a gap, you do not get points for that. At the end of the game, when no one can place a piece, it ends. Okay. And so you want to try to complete those. So if you leave gaps, there are ways to fill those later, to fill like a one block gap. Okay. But you want to try to leave as few gaps as you can. There's and also you have to match the pieces together. Like I can see, like it looks like blue. There's some blue bits or red bits. They have to like join together. You don't have to. It is beneficial. It is okay. beneficial to put water on water. Okay. You know, you get certain and you get certain upgrades. And the more of these pieces you put out there, the more the more like abilities you can get. You get okay. victory points if you have more of your tech out there or water or whatever like that. And then also you've got a little rover. If you're if your rover your rover is out and then he can move if you start hitting certain levels. Every time you put a rover out he can move. And what the rover does is he will collect either these little satellite things, I forgot what they're called, or meteors. Mm-hmm. Meteors can be placed with certain um certain pieces have meteors on them when you place a me- place one of those piece- pieces down if it has a meteor icon you drop a meteor on that yeah a meteor means that wherever that is that row or column will not score so you have to drive your rover over there to grab that meter and take it and take it away and i assume the rover then takes it in the trash <laughs> um so i don't know where you put meteors 
Uh, probably in the museum, so people can touch them. But um, anyways, <laughs> I was going to say he flings it into space. He just flings it. It's a, it's a flinging <laughs> rover. Um, so, so that so that's pretty much what it is. Yep. And like I said, it the it's not very rules heavy. It's very high strategy heavy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we played this. We're all, and you end up standing up during this game, right? We were all standing up. We have these nice chairs. We're all standing up. And I was also, um, while I was played this while trying to get a baby not to stick things in her mouth, <laughs> <laughs> which is how rules like this is. Now, because I kept doing that, I did lose the game extremely bad. But that's because I didn't grasp one part until the end. Which part you know, was that? That you didn't have to put the water over the water. It just it benefited you to okay. do it. So that right there was a big thing. Okay. Now, um, one you do need to focus on one strategy in order to win, and that's what a lot of these games do. Yeah. You can't kind of deviate. If you change your strategy halfway through the game, you're going to kind of be a jack of all trades, master of none, because most yep. of these games have higher up in the track are where the higher victory points are gotten. Yeah, yeah. So if you do a couple of tracks midway, you're not going to nearly be as good mm-hmm. when the points come around as if you did did one or two just to its fruition you know at the top and you got all those bonuses so that's one thing that later i would want to get Mm -hmm. so many paths to victory and i didn't decide quick enough which one to do and i will say i i love this game this is a good good it's got a great rating on bgg it is it's just i mean it's one of those i liked it i knew i'd love it because it's got a space theme i'm a huge sucker for space theme (laughs) so but it's it's a really good game it's one of those games that kind of sits with you for a while and you want to play it again and again. Yeah. And I'll, I want to play this game. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if we can um, have him bring it back over. Because it's um, <clears throat> definitely like this game. This is highly recommended. <clears throat> Excuse me. Planet Unknown. Yeah. Um, if you like Polyomino, even if you don't, give it a try. And don't let it scare you away by the look of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a fairly light game. I don't know what the actual rating is, the weight on there. But it, it's, it's fairly light. So definitely recommend trying this out. And that is Planet Unknown. Yes. All right. So Planet Unknown. So those are our three games we're talking about. And that is an off-the-press review because that is a 2022 game. And I don't know if it's available now or not. I know it was, whew, it's on eBay for like 170 Sure, if it's good, they'll reprint it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, 2.3 is what it is. <clears throat> definitely, definitely um, recommend it. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. So now we're going to look at a list. And like I said, we like to do lists, and then we also like to look at lists from various places and see what their thoughts are in games. Yep. You guys don't just hear from us. Yeah. And we will add some to the list if we don't agree with things mm-hmm. and kind of tap it off. So this is a list of, I was going to do top 10 movie-based games, but this list was so, so bad that yep. I didn't I didn't want to go through it. I mean, really? it had like, oh, it had like Labyrinth on there. Ooh. It had, oh, it was... It was rough. Terminator, Connect 4, Black Panther. It, things that didn't make any sense. Yeah, that's so, weird. All right, but this that's is... That's a very loose game, Connect 4, Black Panther. Oh, yeah. This is... <laughs> now, you were not looking at this, by the way, No, no. Oh, so I have not given it to you. You oh, have this not. Is, this is nice. Okay. Okay. So, so pretty much... And I'll, I'll email it to you so you can actually look at okay. it. But um, the big thing is, this is top 10 weirdest board games. All right? So that is just, first of all, weirdest Weirdest board games that are actually tons of fun to play. All right, so here we go. Okay. Number 10, Kerplunk. You know what? I like Kerplunk. I don't disagree with this pick at all. Did you ever play Kerplunk? Is that a big I don't thing? think I've ever played Kerplunk. Really? Yeah, I'm trying. Did you email me that thing? I did. Yeah, I'm Kerplunk, not is, up. Kerplunk is one of those games. I might need to look at a picture. Yeah. Ker, Kerplunk is one of those games that it's, it's a cylinder, and you yeah. put all these little chopsticks in there, and they have marbles on there, and you pull out the chopsticks one at a time, and if the marbles fall, you should you should look at a picture of it to see yeah. if, to see what you think of it. So that is and Kerplunk. I do not disagree with Kerplunk. I know you've had to have played Kerplunk. That's I don't know if I have. It's I like it better than Jenga, to be honest. Okay. So, really? Okay. Yeah, Kerplunk. All right, and then number nine is Ghost Blitz. Yes, I could see Ghost Blitz being Ghost on there. Ghost Blitz is a definitely a oh, good one. Oh, I played one. Kaplunk. I just pulled up the list. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I like Kaplunk. Yeah. And I agree with that. I wouldn't call it a board game, but you know I what? I would not call that. That's a loose sense of the word of a board game. Yeah, we're going to remove the, the word board. Just yes, say game. Games. You know? I agree. So I don't think Kaplunk. Now, um, Ghost Blitz, I guess technically not a board game, but 
Ghost Blitz is great. I'm not sure if we've reviewed it here on our channel or That's not. That's a great game. Our oldest daughter, who's 20, she's 20 or 21? 21. She's, yeah, she loves this game. She loves it. She yes. wants to bring it out. And it's one of those, yes. it's, fun to, it's as fun to watch yeah. as it is to play. Yeah. And pretty much three pieces are in front of you, and you have to be quick to grab. Yeah. So I, I would recommend grabbing this. This is a great... This is a great end of game. I am terrible at playing this game. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's but bad. But it is a very fun game to play. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and so that's Ghost Blitz. Yep. Definitely take a look at that. There's a second edition. I don't know if it's necessary. More of the really? same. Really? Yeah. Oh, but no. um, Ghost Blitz. I think definitely. you would just need the base one. But what I like, though, is it's translated. The actual name is Gestis Blitz, which means Ghost Lightning. Really? I'm like, you know what? I like Ghost Lightning yeah. more than Ghost Blitz. But anyway, all right. Now, number eight is mm-hmm. One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Really? I wouldn't say this is a weird board game. Well, for you, for non-gamers, maybe, may, yeah, you know, good point. Yeah, I, they probably look at it as being weird. Like people, what is happening? Yeah, people tapping, tapping. the table and all that stuff. So, yeah, good point. I can see that from outside. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. That, someone who's never played a board game before, if they would come by people playing this, that would be confusing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, I don't disagree with it being a great game. Whether or not it belongs on this list, I don't know. But yeah, they have a different idea of weird, I guess. <laughs> okay, so then number seven. They have chess. Yeah, I disagree I, with that. Yeah, I think that was, it doesn't make any sense. That's not a board game. That is a I mean, game. I think they're talking about the fact that the rules are so bizarre. Yeah. And the rules are bizarre. Although, we, yes, Juliet is trying to learn chess and it's it doesn't make any sense. It's pretty funny. Chess is one of those that if you do by modern day, like this is so complicated. Oh, you know, complicated. Every one of these pieces <laughs> here, totally different moves. Yes. Everything does different. This one, oh, it can only move one, the pawn. That, I can only move, only move one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, except for the first move, it can move two. Oh, okay, so one or two. Well, except unless it's attacking someone, it can do diagonal. Oh, okay. Unless someone's in front of it, then it can't move at all. Wait, what? Yeah. If it reaches the other end, it turns, wait, what? It's just, yeah. it's so there are a lot of rules to that. Yes. Whether or not it's weird, I mean, that might get chess clubs mad at you across the country. I know, that's, yeah, so, bizarre, um, but okay. All right, number six is Life on the Farm. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of this. I've heard of it, never played it. So it's pretty much, it's like less corporate monopoly is what it says. Uh, the game was created by an American family to teach and celebrate life on the farm. Teach people how to run a small farming business. Okay, life on the farm. Yeah, you guys are excited, but wait. Comes back in the board game world, number five. Oh, yeah, they brought it back. Yep, here it is. I Nyctophobia. Know. Yes. Yeah. Did yeah. we have this? Have we played it? We have it. We have not played it. Yeah, we and were excited to play it. Then it got some terrible reviews. And you know what? I'm you know what? I'm not going to listen to reviews now. We are going to bring Nyctophobia back. Yeah. You know what? Because it is to. sitting in our storage unit about to be sold. No. And we are going to bring Nyctophobia back yeah, and actually I agree. play this game. I agree. I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds, I mean, we've like heard... Like, it was the hype at Gen Con a few years ago, it was. right? It was hype, yeah. and then it just it just fell off a cliff as far as excitement for it. Yes. But, I mean, the whole thing is, you know, several players have to escape the hunt, the hunter, and it's... it's Nyctophobia is the official term for fear of the dark. Mm-hmm. You know, which naturally means just going to be played blindfolded. It's a co-op game. Several players have to escape the hunter, who is going to be like either a mage or an axe murderer, depending on the version. So... But you have to have your eyes closed and you move it around and you you are moving around the table as it starts the board. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I didn't realize that only the hunter can see the board. Yeah, which sounds it sounds very interesting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of you know, cool. We'll probably probably do it. Now yeah. this one again is one of those that has crossed over. This is by the creators of Exploding Kittens. Yes. Throw throw burrito. Yeah, this is a weird one too. It's a weird one. It's fun. Fun. It's, it's yeah. exciting. I like seeing all the teens play it. They'll often play it on teen night and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like that. It's a very yeah. active game. It's a very... There's lots of running. There's a lot a lot of moving. We played yeah. it one time. We saw it played in the gymnasium, and that's kind of the way to play this game. Oh, you could only have yeah. played this it. This in... game will not be played in our game room. No. It's like or in a house. Yeah, 3D printers. Oh, yeah, or anything around. Yeah. So throw throw burrito. It's yeah. a good one. I can see that. That is their number four. Number three looks exciting. Number three, Shadows in the Forest. Yeah. And this actually, looking at it, it's got, let's see here. It says, this spooky game has a pretty unique premise. It's designed to be played in the dark. Mm-hmm. Light the board using the lantern, which can then only be moved by one player who's on the hunt for shadowlings. Dodge the lantern and hide out in the forest to avoid detection. Yeah. The darkness definitely adds a creepy element to this game. It's a fun choice for Halloween or any dark winter night. 
when it's difficult to see what's lurking in the shadows. Yeah, I want to play this game. This looks I like a do good... Too. This looks like a winner. This I'm sounds, like, yeah. This sounds really good. It looks really fun. It has a table, like a presence, that looks like... Um, yeah, because the trees look like 3D pop-up yeah, trees, right? Yeah, it looks like right? that, the, the plant one... The plant one we play, I can't really think it this early in the morning, but photosynthesis. Yes. It has that look to it, but there's a yes. lantern that moves around, and yeah. I I, I kind of want to play this yeah. game. So if you guys have played Shadows in the Forest, yeah, let, let us, us know. Yeah, let us know. I'm actually um, Googling it Yeah, now. that sounds really good. <laughs> okay, wow. All yeah. right, that sound, that's a winner so far. Thank you for that one. Oh, you can buy it. It's available. Oh, thank you. Can you buy it for me? I'm I can kidding. buy it. All right. Um, I will. Number, <laughs> number two is Monikers. <laughs> I've heard some about this game. It seems to be a bit more of a party game. Mm-hmm. And the only thing needed to play monikers is paper, pens, and a lot of imagination. Two of those three things are easy to get. Third one, you got to have the special group for it. I yes. have found that out. Yes. So each player writes down eight things. It can be literally anything from random objects to inside jokes. Be warned, the more obscure the reference, the trickier the game will be. Two-player teams, four rounds. And they have to guess. Oh, you have to describe what it says using only your facial expressions. Huh. <clears throat> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So you start with verbally, then you go on to heads and faces. Oh, it sounds like... Um, <clears throat> time's up. Yes. I was yeah, it say. sounds like uh, time's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's pretty hard selling a game that says the only thing you need to play it is paper, pens, and lots of imagination. So why do we need the game? Right? Yeah, I know. Sounds like the name game as well. Yeah. Now, number one... I have never been this excited about a game. This might... Oh, I'm looking this up too. This looks really off good. Camp Grizzly as my holy grail game. Because this is called, ladies and gentlemen, the number one weirdest board game. Probably going to overtake Gloomhaven as number one on BGG. This is Mr. Bacon's Big Adventure. I know. I'm like, sure. Now, I mean, this wow, is... Wow, there's only... It's on Amazon. There's one left. Oh, we better grab it. <laughs> so before this podcast goes live, because there'll be Soon hundreds be of none. thousands of people yes. trying to grab this game. I know. Description. If a bacon rasher was a playable character in the game of life, <laughs> the resulting game would be Mr. Bacon's Big Adventure. Johnny with Mr. Bacon and his family... Through Mustard Marsh, Grizzled Grotto, and a whole host of other meat-themed areas to reach the Great Frying Pan. The player that jumps in the frying pan first wins. It has a spinner and counter. I love that. Sold. Yep. They say it's a great family game for playing over breakfast. Of course. I like that. (sighs) Definitely good. I was going to say, this reminded me of, we have a friend who's a vegetarian, except they eat bacon because it's meat's candy. I know. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's a loophole right there. But yeah, I like that. So, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. So, that is a, that's the 10 weirdest yep. board games. That was a good one. Now, I have put a couple that I think okay. should have been on this okay. that weren't. Okay. All right. Do you have any? Did you put one? Yeah, I was thinking Tapple. Tapple would be a good one because yeah. Tapple is an odd style mm-hmm. game. I yep. would definitely put it on this. And as I was reading this list, I remembered thinking about another one, but I totally can't remember what it is now. Right. So well, I will say hopefully. some if you remember Okay, it. yeah. Um, one was Flip Ships. Yes. I would probably put Flip Ships or Space Invaders, which we did just get to Yeah, s- it was on compare. sale at Target. Yeah, at, for $10. So if, yeah. you wanna, if you're looking at Flip Ships or Space Invaders, Target has on, on sale this week for like 10 bucks. Yeah. So, um, all right, Flip Ships is where you kind of flip the ship and it lands on a card or it lands in the mothership and you can win or mm-hmm. whatever that way. So Flip Ships is a fun, and that's the thing with dexterity games, it's easy to put any dexterity game into a weird game category. Yeah, I was going to say that too. You're correct. And yes. I tried to avoid that with yeah. things like, you know, Flick em Up, Flick em Up Dead a Winner. And you could put Flick of Faith in there too. Flick, flick of faith, faith, things like that. Yeah. So, but now the next one is mm-hmm. a bit dexterity, but, you know, it's Ice Cool. Yep. I would put Ice Cool in there as a weird, people will think it is a weird board game. Yep. But Ice Cool is one of those that's just, it's, it's again, family fun. Mm-hmm. Flicking the, if you get both of them together, you can just make it into the penguin race. Juliet likes to do that. And yeah, yeah I would put Ice Cool into a weird style Absolutely. board mm-hmm. game. All right. Another one that I would put into this is Mazescape. I think we were, yes. Okay. We yes. We reviewed yes, this on yes. one of our first podcasts. Mm-hmm. And that is just a solo game that you can play anywhere as you travel. And it is a maze that you have to try to make it through using a fake pencil and you move it. I'm moving my finger around so nobody can see it, but, um, <laughs> and you open up, it's pretty much one of those like multifold brochures. Yeah. So as you move on it's to one, I'm watching him play this game. Oh, as you move on to one section, <laughs> you can open up the other section then go back and that's mm-hmm. a new area. 
and then you go over the section you just left, opened it up, and at the end you have this huge map. And if you're in the right place, you can get to where you're supposed to go. And if you're yeah. not, you have to start refolding sections to go different areas. And it's it's very very interesting. Yeah, it's a weird style game. Yeah, and it's a solo game that I've got it always in like my carry on. And I'll play it on the plane, yeah, yeah. and I'll play it in hotel rooms. If I have a couple minutes, I'll try to go through Mayscape. Yeah. And I'm slowly going through all the mazes. And I, like that. I mean, it's really, it's one of those you can take anywhere with you. And I do. I take it pretty much anywhere <laughs> with me. Um, it's one that I won't get rid of. And it's one of those that impulse buys at Gen Con that they had it. I was looking at a different game. The guy's like, you might like this one. I'm like, I don't think so. He's like, I we were buying Luna Capital, right? Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah. And it, yeah. it hits the table a lot. Mm-hmm. So Mayscape, definitely. I remember the game, but I can't remember the name of it. Explain it to me. Okay, I'll explain it to you. It's the game we play in the dark with the candles. Oh, yes. I was going to put that on here yes. as well. It is Night Cage. Yes, thank you. Oof, that was All I could think of was Nyctophobia. I'm like, that is not it. But, See, yeah. and I think I was going to put Night Cage on this yeah. too. Although it's not a weird game per se, but the way you need to play it makes yes, it weird. Yes, yes. Because Night Cage is not made to play... In the broad daylight in, with the lights the, on. Yes, yeah. you need to play it with candles around. yeah. And with, with spooky music happening, right. yeah, all that, that is, stuff. You know, that is definitely. Absolutely. I would put that up there with. Nick, we haven't played Nyctophobia, like I said. Yeah. But that's what I thought of when they mentioned Nyctophobia. Yep, I agree. The Night Cage. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend the Night Cage. Yep. And that's it's a great, but it's very thematic. If you play it in full brightness, you will not enjoy it. Yeah. You just won't. No. No. So okay, another one is I would have put any of the five minutes in here, whether it's five minute dungeon. Five Minute Marvel. You're correct. I would say that's a weird game too. Or yeah. Five Minute Mystery. Because it's so, it's so different. Yeah, different and chaotic. Just so you know why you're sitting here, I'm putting some games in our Amazon cart. I figured you would. Yeah. yeah. Um, Guess which ones they put on there. Yeah, I can imagine. All right. So um, <laughs> so yeah, Five Minute, all the Five Minutes mm-hmm. I would put into this weird game list because yeah. they're weird and they're very fun. Yeah. I like, I love Five Minute Dungeon if we have people that we don't really, you know, we don't know if they're gamers, we'll do Dungeon. I hear Marvel's great. We've got it. I haven't played it. And we've played Mystery a couple times, and I did like 5-Minute Mystery. So that's a good one as well. My last one that I would have added to this is probably one of my favorites on the list is Mystery House. Yes. This game, I'll tell you what. So unique. Oh, it does not get nearly the amount of love it needs to get. No, it does not. This This is a fantastic game. Pretty much, if you are playing games yep. at our house and we are enjoying, you know, the games and all that stuff, I will tell you: Have you played Mystery House? And if you have not, I, next time I will set it up for you, and you and a couple of other people. My one play complaint it. about it is that <clears throat> it's a one-time play. It is, but we yep. have ordered every expansion that comes mm-hmm. out for it, so we can play it again and again. Yeah, it is incredible. Yeah. I mean, because you are looking, you put all these. If you don't know what Mystery House is. It's got like a hollow square that at the top you can put these small cards in. And every time you put a card in, it's the length, it's the size of a doorway. And it'll block a certain doorway. Yep. And you'll put all these cards in and you look through different windows with a flashlight in each one. And you look down the doorway and you're like, I see a door. And you click on the app and you see a door. Well, that door is locked. Somebody else may look be looking in their side and in their hallway, they see like a key hanging on the wall. Or whatever, and they'll grab the key. You now have the key. You can then open the door, and you open the door, and you pull that piece out. Now you can see further down that hallway, yep. and you see more things. You're like, oh well, I see this on the wall, and you're solving a mystery. Now the first mystery is is uber dark. By oh, the way, oh my goodness, it's, it's very depressing. It's very depressing, mm. but it's it's in but it's incredible. It has that exit, unlock, yeah. escape style feel. Yep. But it's so it's so thematic. It's so I mean immersive, and this game should have gotten a lot more love than it did. It really should have. This is one of yeah. my I have as near to a perfect ten as it can get. Oh, absolutely! It's now there were some game. problems when this was released because I think they did push it towards a Gen Con this year, and they made a couple of misprints on a couple of cards. Yeah, they've since corrected them. Yep. But this is. This is an incredible game. game. So that is one I would add to my top 10 weird games list. I agree. That's a good one. All right. So... All right, so that is it. I, have, I am surviving this. I know you need to go have a good cough. Yeah, this is. I know I'm trying not to cough this entire time, <laughs> but here I am. So, all right, we would love again to hear from you guys at show at mainlygames.com. Yes, email we us. love all your emails. Yes, please keep emailing in. Mm-hmm. We love hearing from you guys. And 
Also, you can find us on Instagram. Yes. And please rate and like our podcast. If you yep. rate and comment on our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. that's how more and more people find us. Yep. So also our Facebook page, we're going to put more and more on there. So again, I want to thank each one of you I guys know, for listening. it's been great talking with you guys this morning. And we'd like to hear from about some weird games you have yeah, played. Yeah, let us do some weird games because I am super intrigued about Shadows in the Forest. Yeah, somebody has got, that looks like a mainstream game. Somebody yeah. out there had to have played this game. It actually looks like a, it's from 1985. 85? Yeah, but it looks like they've reprinted it. Yeah, that looks, that is not 85 artwork on that. No, because <clears> I was on BGG while you were just talking just then and looking at the original version. That, okay, so, that, there's probably been yeah. another one since then. Yeah. But that sounds... It does look like you have to glue the trees together, though. Of course you do. That's that's an 85 <laughs> thing to do. Wow. Yes. <clears throat> that's... Yeah, not... if you go scroll down some of those photos a bit more, you see, like, the original copy. Oh, yeah. I'll be 3D printing these. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so, okay. Ooh, two to eight players. Yeah. What? what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's exciting. Looks like the reprint came out about four years ago. Oh, wait. Are you guys ready for a heavy-weighted game here? Yes, tell us. 1.1 on Shadows yeah. in the Forest. Bum, bum. Wow. Yeah, that's a light game. Ah, that's going to okay. be fun. Yep. All right, so we're yep. going to try to track that down. Yes. After Camp Grizzly. I'm going to go Shadows in the Forest. Yeah, you know? and then Mr. Bacon. Oh, Mr. Bacon. That's a must. That's yeah, a, that's, yeah. Well, that, yeah. the, both of these are already in the Amazon cart. I just have to hit buy. So maybe we could trade Parks for Mr. Bacon. Oh, please. That would be great. Wow, that's so hard. That's so harsh. <laughs> so harsh. All right. Hey, if anyone wants a copy of Parks, let us know. Hurt. Not before I play it, because <laughs> I tend to disagree with her on lots of things. I, for one, love nature. <laughs> she does not. She was going to put a bear. It's like, you. what did she say? You say for a park, you needed three trees and a bear. What kind of parks do you go to? I mean, like, like they have different tokens. That's called a zoo, first true, of all. True, true. It's like, but a they park. have like a bear and they have like a moose and they have all these different. Oh, things. Oh, moose I can see. Bear, yeah. not so much. Like a, you know, like a brown bear, like you would find in a park. Well, I know that, but I don't think you. <laughs> okay, that's that's okay. It's a zoo again. A zoo. All <laughs> true, right. True, true, true. Okay, but so, the animals are wild. Oh, oh, that's true. That's why like I don't like wild, it. You wild. You like your animals tokens. locked up in Ark Nova. <laughs> wow. This is getting it's, dark. This t- took a turn. It did. It did. Okay. All right. Hey, anyway, thank you guys for listening so much. Yep. And we will see you guys next week. See you next week. All right. Bye. bye.